Hello. Welcome back, Scary Dolls. Hello. Hello. I'm Mandy. I'm Ashley. I'm Carol. And this is Scary Not Scary Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> I do that on purpose. I just look at you to see what you're going to say. <laughs> because yeah. You don't need me to say that. We literally, time. before we started this episode, we were <clears throat> talk, talking about a bunch of crap for 20 minutes and dying. Oh my God. I was dying. literally dying, like crying, dying. So if I sound stuffy, it's because I was crying and now my nose is <clears throat> wa- running. You know, we're going to be good this episode, you guys. I'm going to try not to cut. <laughs> I'm going to try not to say bad words or sexual things or the H-O-E word. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you felt that 20 minutes ago. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I'm be I'm being good. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just looking at her like, what are you gonna say? Nothing. I'm trying to be good for real. So we've been recording a few episodes in a row, so we're like two weeks ahead. Yeah. Um, because I'm going out of town mm-hmm. and Cottle's going out of town. No, not anymore. No. Oh, okay. Well, it's just me. (laughs) (laughs) So we're a few weeks ahead. Yeah. It feels good, though, to be a few weeks ahead. Yeah. I feel like we're like like, emergency. Yeah. I feel like we're on like our stuff. Yeah. Like last night, Tim was playing video games. He was like all chilling. He was like, hey, did you post the episode? I'm like, oh, are you done? He's like, yeah, I've been done for a week. I was like, oh, yeah. It feels oh, good that you're not like, you know, rushing mm-hmm, like yeah. to do stuff where you're just like, oh, crap, I need to like do this. Feels good. Yeah. We're not procrastinating anymore. Just <laughs> with the research. Well, at least I was. Yeah. I, I was, I was a little bit yesterday. Yeah. I don't know I why I bit. do that. I don't know why I procrastinate. Mm-hmm. I just work well under pressure. Yeah. Pressure. Same. Mm-hmm. I do the same. Me too. So do y'all want to know the Reddit story that my sister told me yesterday? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. She ta- she likes to like she's a huge like YouTube fanatic and she said that she likes to um read all the drama that goes on on Reddit. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know but like people post a lot of like scandalous stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me this one story in Germany. This girl was writing on there saying how she was fighting with her sister or like she stopped talking to her family because of her sister. And um so basically what happened was older sister <clears throat> they were having a was it an engagement party? I can't remember if it was an engagement party or if it was the, um, or the rehearsal dinner. I don't know. It was like, I don't know. They're having some dinner. All the family was there. The little sister was there with her fiance. And then the older sister was there, the parents, the grandparents, whatever. And the little sister stood up. Ooh, excuse me. The little sister the demon was trying to come out of me. <laughs> the little sister, um, mm-hmm. stood up and she was like, I have an announcement to make. And she announced that she was pregnant and everybody was all happy. Oh. And she goes, Oh, and I have one more thing. And the oldest sister said that she looked up and she saw the, the little sister's husband, like shake his head, like, and putting like his hand to his neck, like, like, nah, don't, do like don't do it. And basically she asked her older sister, we want to get married this year. So can we have your venue? Cause the day that we want to get married, is the same day of your wedding <gasps> and the older sister was like no and the parents were like why don't you just give it to her you don't need a big wedding what <laughs> i know that's so so mean. then the little sister started crying saying like saying that it's not fair like how come she gets like the, the venue that she wants and blah 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 through this huge fit so basically the grandparents or the grandma and the parents were giving the older sister crap about it or whatever and like talking all this crap to her so basically none of her family showed up to her wedding 
her grandma ended up showing up to her wedding because her grandma said sorry um but then she started going my sister said she was going into other details about like um i guess in germany they do this thing where it's like a big party like when you graduate and mind you the oldest sister graduated from high school college she got her md like her she's a doctor like she got her doctorate and everything so like when she graduated high school um they do this thing where they throw this big party and like they have like this um it kind of reminds me of like the day of the dead they have like the little altar the altar and like she's supposed to put something on there that she likes so she put like a bag of gummy worms and then during her graduation party um the parents go and talk about like everything that she's accomplished so they're doing this and then the little sister starts getting pissed off and like throwing a fit crying saying that how come they're not announcing what she's accomplished so they made it's not your party exactly so they made the older sister during her graduation party talk about the little sister and what she's accomplished in life. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm pissed. And I'm then, so mad. Yeah, and then Vanessa told me that the little sister, uh, when the, when she went back and looked at her altar, she, she saw that the bag of gummy worms were gone and that the little sister was like, oh, I got hungry. Little bitch. I know. <laughs> I wasn't No, that's cuss. why I said, that's okay. why I told you, I know we're going to end up cussing because this story made me so mad. So it was like she started talking about like stuff like since they were kids like that her little sister had been doing like so it's the day of the wedding and none of her family show up. It's just the grandma and then the oldest brother that ends up showing up and I guess like he works or he lives like out of state. He ended up agreeing and talking to the little sister or talking to the sister. I was like, okay, like I'll walk you down the aisle. So her brother walked her down the aisle. Mind you, the parents still didn't show up. So it's the day of the reception. It's the wedding day. It's the reception, the dance and all that going on. And then a car pulls up and it's the little sister and she comes out of the car and she's like, pretty much saying like, you're a bitch. I hate you. You're the reason why my, um, my, relationship ended and like talking all this crap to her right so pretty much the fiance of the little sister left her like broke it off with her and was like no i'm good because he realized that she's a brat pretty much yeah so she got like a she got like a wad of mud i was gonna throw it at the sister in her wedding dress well then the sisters one of the sister's bridesmaids came running and tackled her down and threw her in the mud and like Ooh. they got security to like get her off property and she left. So she said that she hasn't talked to her sister since. So she ended up having like a sit down with the parents and like talking about everything and like trying to like work things out. But they kept pointing the fingers at her, telling her that she was selfish and she should have given the little sister a wedding. Like she doesn't need a big wedding to marry somebody. But she was like, OK, you're saying that to me. But you're going to give her a big wedding. So why can't that apply to me? Mm-hmm. Making it all about the little sister. So I guess now the oldest sister, she's pregnant or whatever. And like, she doesn't talk to any of her family. I wouldn't yeah. either. My so, God. Vanessa told me that she was reading through the comments and they have a lot of theories. Like people have a lot of theories that the little sister was lying about being pregnant. Because she was trying to ruin the little sister. Like, she was making everything about her. Mm-hmm. So, like, the oldest sister's, like, accomplished so much in life. And what it sounds like is the little sister hasn't. So, she she's tries jealous. to put... Yeah, she's jealous. And she tries to put the spotlight on herself. Mm-hmm. So, she said that there's a couple of theories that she lied about being pregnant. And that's why the, the, the fiancé found out that she was lying. And he left her. And so, he left wow. her. And then also because she's a brat. 
Stupid little bitch. And then another theory is that the reason why the brother didn't live in state anymore and why he originally wasn't going to go to the wedding is because he sees how the parents are with the little sister. So he didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So when he found out they weren't going, he was like, okay, I'll go to your wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that messed up? That's That's sad. My God. So Vanessa was telling, because my mom came over yesterday with the kids, and Vanessa was telling me the story in front of my mom. And she was like, I don't know, like if Sophia was acting that way, I'm like, Sophia, shut up. Not everything's about you. Like, (laughs) yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's messed up. Yeah. I would have said something to my little sister if she did that. It's messed up. It's just so messed up. I couldn't believe that. Uh uh. That's horrible. But that that made that, me so mad. I don't even have words. Like I want to cuss so much, but I, I'm <laughs> like holding it in. Yeah, that's so messed up, dude. It's I, messed up. Yeah, she, when she told me that, I was like, oh my god. So I tried going on Reddit and I couldn't find it. And um, I should have asked her for the username, but uh-huh. yeah, it was. But like to the point where the parents like they don't go to their own daughter's wedding. Yeah, they they told the sister that she was selfish and that she doesn't need a big wedding to marry somebody. Okay. So she doesn't, she, she can just go to the courthouse and, or have a small wedding and that's it. She doesn't need a big wedding. So they don't understand why they couldn't just, she couldn't just give the venue to the little sister. She was being selfish. Because that's her fucking venue. Like Damn. she got there first. Yeah. yeah. And like, mind you, she had been planning her wedding for three years and it was the year of the wedding. Like the wedding was a few months away. And she, the little sister had just gotten engaged. The little sister, well, the little sister got engaged because she said she was pregnant. Oh. Yeah. How old was this little girl? She was probably young, right? She she was probably like in her 20s. No sisters probably. I'm assuming probably like in her mid 30s. Yeah. Because she went, she she got her doctrine and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. Stupid little bitch. Mm -mm. (laughs) Messed up. Dude, I'm mad. (laughs) I'm mad. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I have to tell the girls this tomorrow. (laughs) So they could be mad with me. (laughs) I was so mad. That is. Oh, I'd be so I would like dropkick my sister. I'd be like, excuse me, that little bitch could get married the day after. Fuck it. (laughs) She can go afterwards. (laughs) She can go after me and have my leftovers. I would have been like, you're saying that. Like that she can have a small venue or that she can have a big wedding. No, she could have a she doesn't need a wedding. She mm-hmm. don't need mm-hmm. one. She already pregnant. She don't need mm-hmm. one. She, she you need to plan her baby shower, girl. Not she can go to the courthouse. Come here. I'll marry her. <laughs> Come here. Let me go get I'll go take my online. my 20 minute uh, test so I can marry people off. <laughs> oh, you should. Then you can marry me and Ashley one day. <laughs> oh, together? No. <laughs> Wait. Gato, we have a secret to tell. We have we're less. Oh, is that why you're in the same color and y'all didn't tell me whatever and the same hairstyle girl i hate them Mm. (laughs) i'm just kidding i love y'all this is supposed to be a happy uplifting episode well you started it i'm just kidding (laughs) you said it (laughs) now i'm pissed (laughs) girl i don't want to talk about this i don't talk about this i need a margarita (laughs) (laughs) let's improvise this episode guys (laughs) oh my god we should do that we should we should do it just come in and do god i would freeze i'd be like uh the whole episode i need structure Sure. Well, no, no I need guidance. We can choose like a topic. Topic. Yeah, random. Yeah, like a random topic, and we then we could call it so random, like from Disney Channel. I'm just oh my kidding. God. Oh my God. <laughs> or that's so random instead of that's, that's so random. Raven. <laughs> Dang, that would be cool for the books. So write it down. I'm down. 
Okay. Put it on the list. I'm so down. Just put it on the I'll list. I'll put it on our Excel sheet because, you know, we're so organized. <laughs> You're so organized. <laughs> I'd probably have everything in a hat. Okay, pick, pick one, one. girl. <laughs> no, this is you got a what topic are we doing again? <laughs> and when we just talked about it, like, and then you just one day a, ago. And then you send me a calendar and I still ask, so what is this again? <laughs> oh I'm a mess. Oh my God. And then I give I her, like, I, I had an extra planner for this year and I was like, hey, do you want it? Yeah, sure. Are you using it? No. Maybe. <laughs> it's probably, I don't have a pen. It's probably either one. I don't have a pen. It's probably still sitting in her desk at work or in her car. E, you want to bet? It's in my purse right now. Is it? But there's nothing written on it. Oh my God. <laughs> baby steps. She's baby, all, it's baby for decorations. Steps. Come on. I brought it so I can write stuff on it soon. <laughs> so this episode, we decided to cover guardian angel encounters. Yay. So just to let you guys know, there are different angels. There's fallen angels. There's angels of death. There's soldier angels. But this this uh, episode, we're going over guardian angels. Yes. Only. Only. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're, we're making it light and happy. For Ashley. For me. I feel a little weird, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so grab your um, box of tissues because all of these stories made all of us cry. We were yes. like texting each other throughout the week. Oh my God, this story is making me cry. Yeah. I was a sappy crybaby all week. So many heartstrings were pulled. So many. And I don't really cry. I mean, I do cry, but... Not so like the, for good stuff. These are like the most uplifting like stories ever. They're so it made fascinating. Me, like, feel good. Like yeah. after yeah. reading them, I was just like, oh my like God. I haven't been to church in like months, and it kind of made me feel like I need to. Yeah, and a lot of these stories, back. I noticed that a lot of these people take it like takes form of like answered prayers. Yeah, and it's just I love it. I love the encounters that a lot of these people get, and like it's comforting too, like comforting to you, like to your soul, mm-hmm. and like one of the stories I have actually um, saved uh, this police officer. He said that this encounter that he had with his um, other other um, officers that it like changed his life completely. His partner, yeah, his yeah. partners. So in March 2015, a mother was driving a car or driving her car, and it was probably about midnight when this happened. Um, This was in Utah, and um, the roads were slippery and icy. And basically what happened is she, I guess, skidded off the road, went over the bridge into the river. And pretty much they were in the river, half submerged. And this was for, I think, what did I say, 13 hours? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so this was with four police officers. The Spanish Fork uh, Police Department rushed to help an overturned car in this icy Utah River. All four say they heard the same thing. So all four of these police officers, when they were in the river looking for the truck, that they heard somebody yelling, help me, help us. We're here. We're here. And they saw a hand waving outside of the truck, like somebody waving their hand, like from the window. And so they were pretty much following the voice. So it was the four police officers and like three of um, fire, three firefighters that were with them. And they finally reached the truck. And they see a baby hanging upside down. She was in the water. Um, they get the baby out and they see the mom. She was completely submerged in the water. And when they got her out, she she died. She was dead. Um, oh and according to the coroner's office, when they did the autopsy, 
Um, it's pretty sad, but she had drugs in her system. Oh. So she was on drugs. And um, I don't think that there is alcohol in her system, but um, she she died a couple of hours before they even found them. So the police officers were like, well, who is waving outside of the car? And like, mm-hmm. who is screaming, help me, help me, help us. We're here. So the baby was, I think the baby was like eight months. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh. God. Yeah. And the little girl survived. Um, of course, they had to take her to the hospital because she, she had hypothermia. Mm-hmm. Um, but she survived. Like she's recovered. She's living with, I think the grandparents. That's what I read in the article. But one of the police officers said, um, his name is Jared. He said the incident and the voice we heard, it really just changed my outlook in life and the spiritual realm as well. We rescued baby Lily, Lily that day and heard the voice, but in reality, she rescued me and the voice rescued my faith. I know what we, I know what we, we know what we all heard. And this is just proof that angel encounters happen all the time. It's amazing doing the research for the book. You can talk to so many people and so many people have emailed me saying, I've had this same type of experience and they're all over. I think if we really open our eyes to it, it happens all the time. So he actually wrote a book about this encounter. Um, and I was trying to research what the book is about. So I think it's still in process. Like it hasn't been oh, published yet. So I think yeah. he's still writing it. So I think what he's doing is he's talking about this rescue that they did. And then he's getting other encounters that happen the same way. So pretty much like this police officer didn't go to church. He didn't have faith. He didn't believe any of this stuff until this night, like when this happened with this yeah. baby. So, but I don't know, it gave me chills because that means like the guardian angel was there with the baby. With the like, baby. Oh, that gave me oh, chills. Yeah. I know too. Yeah. Like, and they said, even like the doctor said that it's a miracle that the baby survived because she was submerged in water for so long that she should have died from hypothermia. Mm-hmm. And or the mom drowned. or drowned. Yeah. Um, and then the mom, um, pretty much, I guess she had a really bad um, head injury and then she was already like intoxicated with like drugs and stuff. Um, so when she got knocked out, she fell in the water. So she drowned. So she was dead for a couple of hours before they even found them. So they were just like, who, like that was the guardian angel, like yeah. screaming, help, help. We're here. We're here. Like oh their arm, God. like outside of the truck, screaming, waving to them. So if it weren't, they said, if it weren't for that voice it would have taken them even longer to find where the truck was and the baby could have died dang oh my god I know but that also like comes to show you like when it's your time to go it's your time and if it's not your time then it doesn't matter what situation you're in if it's not your time to go you're not gonna go yeah exactly for real like it's crazy so this next one and I'm sure y'all have heard of it if y'all haven't it's about Annabelle Beam she's from Fort Worth Texas Mm -hmm. they actually did um they told her story they actually made a movie about it it's called Miracles from Heaven it came out in 2016 Jennifer Gardner's in it (gasps) oh my god I love that movie it's so so good right (laughs) why are you crying so 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 when, so when Annabelle was, how old was she? She was five years old and she was diagnosed with life-threatening digestive disorders. She was diagnosed with two. So basically, and I can only pronounce one. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the other one because it's really big. And I tried looking it up on Google and I don't want to sound like an idiot. (laughs) But one of them is called pseudo obstruction disorder. So pretty much is she can't drink or eat anything. Her stomach was so bloated. Like she couldn't, couldn't digest anything. She looked like she was pregnant because like her stomach was so bloated and like 
she couldn't eat or drink. She was in like horrible pain all the time. So pretty much like the mom quit her job and she was there flying from Fort Worth to Boston um, to a facility over there with some like amazing doctors that would help her and stuff. But they couldn't find it. It was uncurable. They could, they, there's no cure for it. Mm-hmm. And so she was always in pain. So then one day she was outside. She was nine years old at this time. And she was outside and she was playing with her sister. She was climbing a tree and she did a, four, a 30 foot fall, landed on her head in the hollow tree um, on their land. And um, the emergency, um, when they, they when they finally got her out, um, when they took her out, they flew her to the hospital. She didn't have any injuries. And um, after the accident, she began describing religious visions and uh, she said that she had um, encounters while she was unconscious. She said that she was in heaven and she saw Jesus or she saw God and um, that God was talking to her. And she said that um, she told God um, if she can, she asked God if she can stay and that God said, no, Annabelle, I have plans for you on earth and you cannot fulfill this in heaven. And he told her, whenever I send you back, there will be nothing wrong with you. I promise you won't be in pain anymore. So he sent her back with an angel. And what she described the angel as is like, I'm going to cry. Oh my God. It's so like, I'm going to cry. I got the chills. So she said that the angel... The angel like took her back to her body and that uh, she was starting to wake up and that the, from the tree, she said that she can hear the firefighters voices and that she saw the angel and the angel looked at her and the, the angel was like very small, like she was slowly disappearing. And she said, I'm going to leave you now, but I promise everything's going to be okay. And then mm-hmm. that's when they were able to get her from the hollow tree and airlift her to the hospital. Well, when they, um, for checking her in the hospital, they didn't find anything wrong with her. Like she didn't have any cuts or bruises or anything. And she was also cured from her disease. Yeah. She and they, they couldn't figure out like how this happened because it was an incurable disease. Like there was no cure for it. And oh she had this encounter and like said that she was in heaven, that she saw God and she saw this guardian angel and like she's completely fine now. She's living like a normal, happy life. Oh my god! Yeah, I got chills. But the movie, like the movie, is so, so good too. Like, there's of course every movie, like they change some stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, it made me cry. Like I bawled crying that movie. Yeah, like I bawled watching that movie, and then like reading, and like I remember watching the movie crying, but I never really like did you a lot of story. research on the actual story, and like. Mm-hmm. Like watching the interviews and stuff. Oh my god, I cried all over. I wanted to cry right now. I know. God was crying. My eyes are watering. (laughs) It's such a good. It's so good. I really love like when they do movies like that. But then it also like freaks me out just a tad um, when it's like because I think it was her, and then there was another kid who had the same version of Jesus. Yeah. Like they're both of their descriptions were the mm-hmm. exact mm-hmm. same and they lived across like the world from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they it's lived like, a, it's, he lived in so a different, like they could he lived in a different him. country. Yeah. yeah. And like he came back with, cause he did, he couldn't draw or anything. And like when he had, when he said that when he went to heaven and came back, um, he came back with the gift and that gift was drawing. He was like, draw, like professional drawing. He drew the picture of, um, was it, was it God? That it was he Jesus. Drew? Yeah. It was, well, was it God or Jesus? I think it was God. I think it was God. Yeah. He started drawing. No, no, no. It was Jesus, Jesus that she saw. Jesus. Sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. It was Jesus. Yeah. She saw Jesus. And, um, she said that he had 
long brown hair. Um, uh, she set the description up here. Hold on. Sorry. Oh, um, they, um, so interviewers asked her, um, what did Jesus look like? And she said, and I quote, well, he had like brown hair, brown beard. Um, he had a long white robe and he had, she said that his eyes were like a little bit of like a hint of, um, gray in them. Mm-hmm. And so that drawing that that kid did from the movie version, it's when she saw the picture, she smiled at it and she like, in like in her face, you could tell like, yeah, that's him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a really good movie. You have to watch it. My eyeliner's running. You'll cry. Yeah. I cried. <laughs> I think I watched running. it like by myself, like in my yeah. room and I was just like, <laughs> Oh my God. Well, I was watching interviews with the family and like when the mom was just talking about, cause even her mom said that she lost her feet, yeah. that she was just like, I don't understand why she said she was angry at God and like, she couldn't understand why. Cause they went to church every day. They followed their Christian values and everything. And she couldn't understand why her little girl, why this was happening. And she says now that she realizes, her daughter was going through this so that way she can tell her story to everybody and and show everybody like God is real God is here angels are real like he's here he's with us and like don't lose your faith because he's all around us yeah 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 oh I know cute I love that one (laughs) I like that movie like made me cry like I love that movie and the story I love it so much okay so this next one this one's um, a family, a husband and wife decided to go on a, re- a dream vacation to Maui, Hawaii. Um, so they go ahead and they take their two kids with them. And when they get to the Hawaii, they get to the hotel and the dad's like, you know what, guys, like don't unpack. Let's just go straight to the beach because he's looking outside in the beach and he's like, it's so beautiful. Let's just go before the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. So before they go to the beach, they stop and they um, get like a snorkel gear. And so they go out to the water and they're snorkeling and somehow the husband the kids are at the beach they're playing in the sand building sand castles and they go into the water and when the husband turns around he notices that his wife isn't with him and so he's like like where does she go so he said that he looks up and he sees her like panicking and like sees the waves taking her farther and farther away from drift of her and he sees her panicking well he says that he has a certification to like go into where you can go into the waters and like rescue people so he said that he already knows he said one or two things is going to happen so he's trying to get her to calm down so he's like yelling at her breathe breathe calm down and he's like in his mind he's like okay if I go there and rescue her she's panicking and if she panics then both of us are going to go down we're both going to die and i can't leave my kids like our Mm -hmm. kids are going to be without both both their parents or whatever and so he's like no i have to go to her so he's trying and trying and trying to get to her but the waves are like pushing them both apart and so he said that he gets his goggles. He sees something like under him. And so he said that he looks down and he sees um, some scuba divers under them. And he's like slapping the water, trying to get their attention. But nobody's like paying attention. And he looks back up and he's telling the wife, just breathe. Just calm down. Just come to me. Come to me. And he's trying and trying to get to her, but he can't. The waves keep pushing him and pushing him back to the rock. And so he says that he looks down again and he sees this guy. He has his beard. He's like in scuba deer in a scuba deer uh, gear. I keep saying deer scuba gear too. And um, the guy came up and he told the guy, don't worry, you're going to be okay. And he said this guy was like six foot something. He had a white beard and like 
when he saw him, he said that he had like this overwhelming like relief like, of relief and like like if he knew everything was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And he said that he looked over to the wife and that he the guy looked at the wife and said, "Don't worry, you're going to be okay." And then suddenly like she just calmed down and then the husband said that he saw her like swimming over to him. And so she got she got to him, he grabbed her and they went to shore and he turned around and the guy just went back in the water. And so the husband and the wife like didn't say anything like they were both spooked and they didn't want to tell the kids and like freak the kids out. And he said that when they got back home from their vacation, that they tried talking about it back and forth. But like every time they tried to talk about like what happened, they both got too emotional and like started crying. So he said that one day their priest from their church came over and was like, I have a question for you. He was like, I got a sign from God. He was like, and this question I'm about to ask you, I need you to be truthful. He's like, because he came to me and told me that this is something that you both need confirmation on. (laughs) And he said, did you encounter an angel on your vacation? I got chills. (gasps) And so, so, yeah. And so the, the man was like, yeah, like he told, told him the story. Yeah. This guy came out from the water and like told my wife, told her everything was going to be okay. And like, she came and swam over to me and the wife's like, that's not what happened. And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, that's not what happened. I didn't swim over to you. No, some guy came from the water and held on to me and grabbed me and told me everything was going to be okay. And he swam me over to you. Oh, my so, God. And the what she described was nothing like the man that he saw. So it was two separate guardian, like their own guardian angels with them that day that helped them. They were tag teaming to keep him him calm. So he said that when he thought back, he was like, oh, he wasn't telling her to calm down. He was telling me to calm down that everything was going to be okay. Oh, oh my god yeah oh, i'm sorry I'm i know holy crap sorry Jesus. isn't that like i got the chills oh again my god i can't do this right now <laughs> <laughs> i love these stories so much oh my gosh wow yeah <sighs> And he wrote this on his blog and he said for him and for his wife, this was confirmation like God was with us that day and mm-hmm. our guardian angels were there protecting us because they knew that we had two babies and we, Wait, yeah. it wasn't our time to leave yeah. yet. Yeah. Wow. Two things though. Mm-hmm. One, don't leave your babies on the beach and both go out there. One of y'all should stay with the babies. <laughs> Two, too. <laughs> that is why you don't go into ocean. <laughs> I hate the ocean. Well, you know what? You hate um, a lot when, of stuff. <laughs> when I was reading this story, when he was, because I, the ending, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect for yeah. the wife to say that she saw yeah. another man and that he's the one that grabbed her and was like, oh, don't worry, just hold on to me. Everything's going to be okay. And like swim her over to the husband. I was thinking a mermaid. I was like, what if he was a mermaid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I thought when I was, cause you know me in my yeah, mind, yeah. like I'm like, mystical creature. Yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, Oh my God, he's probably like a mermaid or something. Like, but no, he was a guardian angel. Wow. That is so sweet. That's crazy. I know. Gave me chills. I love those stories. <gasps> I love them so much. Me too. I freaking cried. <laughs> well, y'all heard me like my voice is all cracking, cracking and I kept messing up because <laughs> when I'm going to cry, like my voice gets like all shaky and I'm like, <laughs> you get that knot in your yeah, throat. I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Are you going to cry? Probably. My voice is so shaky. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling I'm still you. still like sniffling. Get your tissues. Like this episode's going to make you cry. Yes. Okay, well, mine aren't that sad then. <laughs> mm. 
Hmm. Okay. This one is called the accident warnings. So um, this reader with the name H fan wrote in about how she received two separate um, warnings about a possible incident in the future. So one night it was like four in the morning. Her sister called her. Her voice was like shaky. She was like crying. She said, you know, I had a dream that you were in a car accident and the sister lived like across the country. So she was obviously like worried. So then she said she had a vision of her being in a car accident, uh, but she didn't say if she was killed or not. She just said that she sounded really scared and that her voice made her think that um, she died, but she didn't actually like say it. So then she said um, we should pray. So they called the mom and then they were praying and then so then it was like time for her to go into work. So she went into work. Um, she was terrified, she said, but she was strengthened in spirit. So I guess all the praying with her sister and her mom had kind of like helped, paid, her. helped her. Yeah. As she was driving home. So she said that she worked at a hospital. So she was at the hospital. There was a man in a wheelchair. So the man calls her and he's like, hey, come here. She was expecting the man to be like complaining or something because he was just there in a wheelchair. So she's like, uh, you know, yes, sir. How can I help you? And she said, God, that the man said, God gave me a message for you. Um, he said that you're going to be in a car accident. Um, but oh but he said, God loves you. And pay attention. And so apparently the man told her that a woman that wasn't watching the road was going to like hit her. <gasps> so then she said that day she went home, she drove like a little old lady and was like stopping at every intersection and stopping like, at every stoplight, like making sure she was watching everything. But then like she got home and she was fine. And then she called her parents. But that that random man told him like that she was going to be in a car accident, just <gasps> like the sister. Oh, my God. Like a patient like in yeah, the hospital? Just a random patient. He was like, you, God told me to like for you Tell to be you. careful and watch oh my god mm -hmm. and so that's why she drove like extra slow that day oh, imagine like your sister Shows. who lives across the country and then this random man in a wheelchair tells you that you're gonna be in a car accident i would freak out that was one story it's not that bad yeah, i didn't cry this one is called the angel in a cowboy hat how cute so she said uh this woman says she was traveling down the highway it was early morning. It was around 630 in the morning. So somebody T-bones her on the backside driver's side of the car. She ends up spinning and ends up in a median where it's like just a bunch of grass and mud from all the rain. And then out of nowhere, a man in a big cowboy hat came to her window and he was holding her hand and he was telling her, you're going to be OK. So then she was like, what's your name? Like, who are you? And he just said, his name is Bill Hill. He's like, Bill. I'm, I'm Bill Hill. And so then <laughs> I know it's cute. Bill Hill. Yeah. So she said the EMTs arrive and get her out of the car. So the car's totaled. There's like no glass left or anything. Um, she had some broken ribs and she had a shattered kneecap. A few days later, her mom, I guess when she gets out of the hospital and all that, her mom takes her to to go see the car and collect like personal items. And that when they looked at the car in the back seat was a big cowboy hat. <laughs> and it but wasn't. the man had just left when the EMTs arrived. He just left, and she was like, "There's no way he could have left his 
hat hat there because I not was there the, the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. What? So, you think that was like a sign that yeah, he was hey, there. I'm a guardian angel. So here's the piece of me or something. Yeah. You know? Like here's a souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> so like they said they looked through because it was a small town. They went through all the hospitals. They looked through all the churches. They went to the police department to look for this Bill Hill guy. And there was nobody by the name of Bill Hill living in that little city. What? So this man, yeah, and that's why it said um, the man in the cowboy hat, or I don't know how to. Oh I just thought it gosh. was cute. I'm like this little cowboy, little cowboy Bill. angel. <laughs> it's so cute. What if your your guardian angels were like tailored to you, like your own personal? I, you know, I thought Maybe. about that. Like they appear to you how, like what makes you comfortable. Like Annabelle, she said that her guardian angel appeared to her, like the guardian angel appeared to her, like a little fairy. Like she was small, like a little fairy. Yeah. But that she told her, don't worry, everything's going to be okay. Does that mean mine might be a pug? Honestly, uh, I think if your a dog spirit talks, guide is a pug. Yeah. <laughs> like if a dog would talk to you, I'd probably feel like you're on drugs. I think that would be more like a spirit guide. Oh. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe my guardian angel has a pug. Maybe. As well. I don't know what my guardian angel sure, is like. I'm you. kind of scared. I just have one more. So this one is about a man named Kevin. He was um, driving down the highway. He got into a really bad motorcycle accident and that it left him at the bottom of a deep embankment. It was 105 feet below the highway. Oh my God. So there was nobody that could save him, you know? So he thought for sure, like, I'm going to die here. No one could see or hear him was one thing. His cell phone had no service and he was already there for more than 30 hours. So then for some reason, somebody stopped kind of like on top of where he was. And he kind of he couldn't talk or anything, but somehow he got like this strength to yell like, I'm here. Help me. And then um, whoever stopped, they heard and they called the the police and they they ended up saving him. But he said he was already there for like 30 minutes. I mean, 30 minutes, 30 days. And he couldn't even talk. But somehow he just felt like he could yell and he yelled. And just so happens there was a man on top like that called the cops. So that's another one. Guys, Ashley's face. (laughs) So he was there for 30 days. 30 days, not 30 minutes. I don't know why I say 30 minutes. 30, 30 days. days. Oh, 30 days. 30, 30 days. days. Okay, I heard 30 minutes. No, he was, it said 30 days. I, I swear it said 30 days that he was already there. And he had no strength. Nobody would hear him. Nobody would stop. Nobody, nothing. And then somehow he ended up yelling like, I'm here one random time. And that's the time that there was someone like parked at the actual, like right on top of where he's at. And he heard it. And oh wow, he called the ambulance for him. Oh my gosh, yeah. So that one was oh, crazy wow. to me. I love these stories. Oh, for I always days. feel like there are so many. How do you live guardian angel days? encounters? I couldn't even decide which ones I wanted to do. I know because there's so, so many, and there's so many stories too. Of like, oh, there's just so many stories. Salem, and what? Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Is that why it's spilling out? No, that's not spilling out. It was from the Clorox oh. wipe. <laughs> oh, it's not spilling out. I just I felt something rough. So my rabbit likes to eat everything. Um her rabbit ate her journal. <laughs> ate my journal, you guys, <laughs> and my crocs. 
<laughs> or was that Never you mind. trying to get rid of them? <laughs> that was me. Little teeth marks Sne- uh, sneaking into your <laughs> sneaking into your room trying to burn off your crocs. Uh-huh. I'm like cutting them I little by little, blaming blaming uh Salem. Salem. But yeah, those are just three little simple encounter oh stories. Oh, wow. Chills, chills, chills. Um so I have a few and the first one is um this girl named Jackie. She's actually she actually had two experiences when she was a little kid. So um the first one, she was enjoying a day with her family and she s- decided to go like sledding and it was like on the steepest part of the hill. So she literally just like, you know when you're sledding, you just sit on there and you like close your eyes like, "Oh my god, like I'm going." Mm-hmm. And so sorry. <laughs> I'm not laughing at oh your facial expression. I got that on camera. I'm so happy. <laughs> so she um, closed her eyes and started going down the hill. And she doesn't know what she hit, but it was like something. And so she hit it as she was going down and she started going like out of control. And when she opened her eyes, she was headed like for the guardrail. And then she says that all of a sudden that she felt something like pushed down like on her chest, like to slow her down. Mm-hmm. And so um, when she felt that she came within like one inch of the rail. And if like that, whatever didn't press on her chest, she would have like gone full, like face first into the guardrail. But then when she went, she was like this close to it. And only her nose like, boop, like scraped the the guardrail. Yeah. Wow. That was her first one. She was like, I could have lost my nose if I yeah. Yeah, that didn't happen. She says she didn't know what it was. There was nothing like a, on top of her or like around her. She just felt like a big old presence, like pressure on her <sighs> chest to slow her down. Mm-hmm. And then she. Yeah. So the second one, it occurred during a birthday celebration she was having at school and she was like running around the playground. Um, and when she was running back to her friends, three boys um, tripped her. And so uh, she went flying pretty much like, you know, like when back then when they would have the wood chips. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. In the yeah. Playgrounds. Ooh, okay. I hated them. Yeah. <laughs> they so, always got in my shoes. <laughs> yeah. So she went flying and she went over like the wood chips and all of that. And um, she said that something hit her like just below like her eye. And then she felt something like. She was falling down and she felt something like pull her back, you know, like pull her like this. And then she said that the teacher saw some sort of saw something fly um, towards her. And at the same time, they hurried to like go to her, but that she was already like back, like on her back, like she didn't like fly and like damage like her whole face. But they said that they saw something. They don't know what it was, but like fly towards her back and like. You know, she yanked back and then fell like down. And then so um, she said that she heard on the way to the nurse's office, she heard like an unfamiliar voice keep telling her, don't worry, I'm here. God doesn't want anything to happen to this baby. <gasps> yeah. And she didn't know wow. what what voice it was like. It wasn't a voice of her teacher, any of like the kids around. It was just like a voice that she heard just said, like, don't worry, I'm here. God doesn't want anything to happen to his baby. Sorry, his baby. I literally stopped breathing. <laughs> Breathe, girl. Yeah. So that was wow. two times. Two times that her guardian angel was with her when she was little in the skiing down the slope. And then at school when some boys tripped her and she could have like fell and like 
he must be like face. really like an attentive one. I feel like mine's always on break. <laughs> <laughs> my so guardian angel. vacation. My guardian angel's always at Starbucks or something. I can't find him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So um, the other one I have is about um, this lady. Um, it was in 1994 and she had um, a whole bunch of pain, right? And she found out that she had a fibroid tumor that was the size of a grapefruit in her uterus. So they went and they went to the hospital and she had surgery and it was successful. But during the surgery, there were so many complications. So when she was um, in surgery and she was in pain, they found out that she was actually allergic to um, morphine, the morphine that she was given. And the doctors were trying to counteract it with other medications, but it wasn't working. And it was like making like her pain and everything like worse. And she had just had major surgery. So you can imagine like mm -hmm. the pain. So she had they had given her so much medication. Right. So she was basically like knocked out for hours Well, she had woken up in the middle of the night and it was like 2:45 in the morning and she heard someone speaking and realized that it was someone at her bedside mm -hmm. and so she says that she saw a young woman with short brown hair and she was wearing a white hospital staff uniform she was sitting and reading aloud from the bible and then the girl i can't i didn't say the name of the lady but the lady um said to her, am I all right? Like, why are you here with me? Because she thought she was a nurse. Like, what's going on? And that the woman stopped reading, but looked, but did not look up at her and simply just said, I was sent here to make sure you'd be all right. You're going to be fine. Now you should get some rest and go back to sleep. And so she said that she began to read again from the Bible and that she just drifted back off to sleep. So the next morning she explained the experience to the doctor and was like, you know, who's that, you know, lady and blah, blah, blah. But that they checked and there no staff had visited her, visited her over overnight. And she asked all of the nurses that came in, like if they knew this woman, she described it. And then um, she said that everyone was like, no, like we don't know like mm -hmm. who that was. So she says to this day that she believes it, she was visited by her guardian angel that she was sent to comfort her and assure that she would be okay because she was in so much pain. Mm -hmm. And then she says that coincidentally, the time on the clock that night, 2.45 AM is the exact time recorded on her birth certificate that she was born. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That is so crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one was, I was like, oh my God, like that's the same time you were born. Like, oh, that's crazy. My, I don't, oh uh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wondered like when exactly our souls, like when do we get a soul? You know what I mean? Like, is it the moment that we're born? Like, is our guardian angel standing there and then like places our soul inside our bodies? You know like what I mean? Like when we're born? Yeah. Or, like if our guardian angel is in the womb with us holding our hands? I don't know. Like... <gasps> Oh. I've like I, I've always wondered like when we when our soul gets into our bodies yeah. and then like oh, to like one. we're doing all this research I'm like I wonder if like our, if we're assigned a guardian angel like the moment that we're conceived and then like when we're born they're like here's put your soul like the they put our soul in us <gasps> or you know what I mean I don't Ooh. know mm -hmm. that's a good thing I could think see about. that I could see that yeah 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 because technically like well I don't know because I hear a bunch of stories of like um, pregnant women, like saying like my mom would say with my brother, because mm -hmm. he's like always more up at night instead of the morning, that he was the same way in 
the womb mm-hmm. that she would he would like kick and stuff at night and be completely silent during the day mm-hmm. like no movement no nothing yeah that's true <laughs> like sabrina whenever i would eat and like i would get real full she would just knock out and then like whenever <laughs> i would like play music she's up dancing and she yawned Girl, y'all know Sabrina. She loves music. (laughs) That little girl. So maybe, maybe it is like when they're conceived, and then they they like place our soul in us, and then protect us. Maybe. Mm. I only thought, yeah, because I almost died in the womb when I was a baby because I was premature, and the umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck, but I still came out fine. That happened so to my maybe, cousin too. Yeah. They had to do an emergency C section yeah. on my That is so crazy. Yeah. So maybe it is when you're inside the womb. Yeah. Because my mom said I was purple when I came out. Oh, oh my God. My so Sabrina yeah. was green. God. She was green? Yeah. She was born green. Why was she green? She pooped when they popped my bag. <laughs> when they popped the sack, she pooped on herself. So she was born green. So like when she Little came goblin. out, she was green. I was like, why is she green? And is she still a girl? Why does she, she look like a girl? <laughs> Even Tim was like, "We that's a Hulk baby. <laughs> Oh, yeah so like the, the whole NICU team had to come in and like to make sure she didn't eat any of her yeah. poop but yeah like as soon as like they popped the water bag she pooped <laughs> way yeah. to go that's Sabrina. gonna be her nickname and when she gets older she's not gonna well, know why does Anne Ashley call me Hope <laughs> I know well, I don't know if y'all if y'all realize it but Tim calls her little poopy hey poopy Hey, little poopy. Oh, that's why. That's why oh, he calls her little poopy. She pooped as soon as they popped the water bag. She's like, Dad, why do you call me little poopy? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> and you're born green. Story for you. <laughs> um, and then the last one I have. It's very quick, but um, so this woman named Deb, she uh worked a lot, and so she was picking up her kids from her parents' house. And she was going to go home. And it was like really late. It was like 1130 or something. And the car she was driving was very old, you know, because she was a clunker. Yeah, I was a clunker. And um, so the one thing on this car was that the gas gauge was broken. So she always had to guess like when she needed gas. Still, um, occasionally on here, I like how it says occasionally her guessing was off. So (laughs) she said that halfway home that her car started puttering and she realized that she was on empty. So she pulled off the first ramp that she could. And it just so happened to be be one that was like slightly, you know, slanted or uphill. And she says she was almost to the top of the exit, but the car completely died. And there was absolutely nothing around except like empty fields and distant lights um, from a truck stop. But it was like a quarter of a mile or a mile down. And so she was like with no cars in sight. She didn't know what to do because her kids were in the sleep uh, in the back sleeping. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to walk like a quarter or half a mile with two kids in the middle of the night. She's like, that's not smart. And um, she said this was before cell phones. So she had no cell phone either. So she didn't know like what to do. So she said she put her head on the steering wheel and like, you know, like went like this. And um, she said a short, like panicky prayer, just really quick. And she's like, I hadn't even finished a few words when I heard a few taps on my window. She said that she looked up and she saw a clean cut young man standing there. And Deb, uh, Deb estimated that he was about maybe 20 or 21 years old. And he motioned for her to like roll down the window. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I remember I was surprised. Then she says, but I wasn't even the slightest bit afraid, even though I normally would have been terrified to see a random man knock on my window. She says the man was dressed very well and had a faint smell of soap. 
He didn't ask if she needed help. Instead, he told her, put the car in neutral and that he would help her push it down, down the hill. So she says that the man like um, she does it. She doesn't get off the car, but them like she sees the man like pushing it. She thanked him and followed his instructions. The car started moving and she steered it towards the lights of the truck stop. And she turned around to yell, thank you. And um, he was so ni- he was so nice. My car kept moving, but the young man was no nowhere in sight. So the car was still moving as she was like they were pulling into the gas station. The car was still moving like to the gas pump. And she turned around to thank him. And he was gone. He was gone. He was gone. <laughs> Dang. And she says there was absolutely nowhere he could have gone that quickly, even if there was somewhere to go. I don't even know where he came from to begin with. So she says that. um They continued to roll down the hill and she was able to get gas that she needed. And the kids remained totally asleep like they didn't wake up or nothing. So she says, I've always trusted in God to take care of us. But in relating to this story so many times to my children who are now 30 and 32, they know as well as me that, in fact, angels do exist and are sent to protect us. Oh, my God. That's cute. I thought that was crazy because I'm just like, who in the middle of the night, like at 1130 is going to be out? Also, too, in the middle of the night, she would have saw like headlights or something. You know what I mean? Something coming. Yeah. Or leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like hearing, because even if you have your head down, you can hear the car. Well, And the fact that he pushed her miles down the road to get to the gas station. Yeah. Miles. And then even if you walk a mile. And even if he was turning around to go back to his car, like she would have seen him. maybe he was still pushing her, but he had to like cloak himself because other people were around. You know what I mean? Maybe. Because she said her car was still moving. Yeah. Maybe he was still there, but he made himself like invisible. Invisible Mm -hmm. cloak. Yeah. I don't know. I love these stories. And it's always like when you least expect it, you're just like, crap, like, what am I going to do? Like, I have no other options. And then boom, like something just yeah. happens. happens. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so I have a few uh, personal encounters and it's not well. Two of them, I guess you can say they're from me. Um, one of them's from my mom. So my mom said this was a long time ago. I I think I was probably like in middle school or elementary. I can't remember. But she actually told me this story yesterday because she was asking me. She always asked me, what are y'all researching this time? <laughs> and I told her we we're researching guardian angels. So she told me the story. So she said that um, when my grandparents first bought the land, um, they would always go out there and spend a night at the ranch. And I guess like the night before this happened, um, somebody tried breaking into the house. So my mom said she was worried about my uncle Stephen because he was in the house by himself and my uncle Roman was somewhere but they couldn't get a hold of him or couldn't find him they were assuming like he was off with his friends but cell phones like we didn't have cell phones at that time you know what I mean like yeah. they weren't very common I think they were like just coming out because I remember my grandparents had like this big old huge like uh, Nokia phone <laughs> oh, the yeah. big huge the gray block ones. phone yeah, yeah the gray ones yeah um so My mom said that night that she prayed really hard and that she said that she prayed to God and she was like, I know you're busy. I know you have other things to do. She's like, but if you could please watch over my brother, watch over my parents and watch over uh, Roman, um, wherever he is, make sure he's safe. And if you're too busy, if you can please send Sabrina down to watch over them, which is my aunt Sabrina who passed away. If you could please send her down to watch over them to make sure they're all safe and they're okay. And she said that she prayed really hard that night. And um, my Grandma called her the next day and was like, hey, were you over at the house last night? And she was like, no, why? And my grandma goes, hmm, 
And then she's like, why? Well, my uncle Stephen had his friend spending a night and he was asleep in the living room. And according to him, what he saw that night is, um, so my grandparents' house, it's the living room, it's the dining room. And then there's um, a wall that's like, the, and then on the opposite side of that wall, it's like the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And he said down the hallway, he saw a late, uh, he saw a girl with long black hair walking down the hallway and like look at them and then like walk back. And he said that when she walked back, he saw the candle that was lit. Um, he saw the flame like go up and then go down like very dim, like when she passed by. And so he thought it was my mom. Mm-hmm. And so the next morning he told my uncle Stephen, Hey, Michelle stopped by. And then he was like, what? It's like, yeah, Michelle stopped by. He's like, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I saw her. I saw her last night. She she stopped by. I guess she came to check on us or something. And so when my grandma told my mom, my mom's like, that wasn't me. And so they got more description from his friend and like asked what she looked like. And he described my aunt Sabrina. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. <gasps> so she went. To, to go check on make, make sure they were make okay. sure they're okay and my mom said she was super worried because the night before somebody tried breaking into the house and my uncle was there by himself so she was worried about him yeah yeah oh my god i know so then um i had I, I there's a lot i remember from growing up um but one of the recent ones is Sabrina was newborn baby and I sh- know I shouldn't have done this and every time I think about it I beat myself up all the time because like they tell you, they talk about SIDS and stuff at the hospital, mm-hmm. sudden infant death syndrome. And, um, this specific night, I was so tired. Like I, after I gave birth to Sabrina, I had really bad insomnia. Like I couldn't sleep. And I remember I finally was able to fall asleep and then she woke up cause she was hungry. And so I woke up and I was feeding her in the bed and then I had her on my chest and I'm like burping her. And I guess I fell asleep. And I woke up and she wasn't on my chest and I freaked out. And when I turned over, it was like somebody picked her up and like neat, like gently placed her like on my side. Like, oh, like right here, like on yeah. the chest, like on like placed her like she wasn't on my chest anymore. She was on the bed. But the way she was laying down was like somebody like put her on me, like close to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I always oh. like to think like. My guardian angel, her guardian angel, like they're watching out for her and like mm-hmm. placed her, her next to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So brilliant. Yeah. And then the other night, this happened just like two days ago. Um, I was asleep and like loud and clear. I heard somebody go, Mandy. And I woke up and it was like loud and clear. And I, I, and I woke up and I turned over at Tim, but he was asleep. And then I was about to close my eyes. And then I just see Sabrina pop up and she's like, ah. Ah. (laughs) because we have the bed Tim hasn't moved down the the crib we're actually going to do that today but I'm worried that because she bounces so I'm always scared that when she wakes up she's going to flip out of the crib and so when she jumped up she was bouncing but I feel like if I would have stayed asleep she would have flipped over and like fell out of the crib crib. yeah so like somebody woke me up right before she woke up so I can grab her and like put her back to put her back to sleep oh wow yeah oh my gosh (laughs) I know (laughs) all these stories do make me tingly they do tingle all over Mm -hmm. encounter stories Mm -hmm. do you have any I have sorry I have one um but it was from when I was very little and I don't even, I don't even, actually, I don't even think I've told anybody. I don't think I've told my dad or anyone like that. 
I have a problem with lifesavers, you know, the candy. Just throwing that out there right now. <laughs> uh, I almost choked twice on Lifesavers. I got them for Christmas one year. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was eating a Lifesaver and I remember I was like really little and um, we were living. Um, I remember the house it was it was pink house and we we're living in, in the pink house. And my uncle Judy, he's he already like passed away, but um, he was over at the house and it was my dad and my mom. And um, I was like eating lifesavers or something. We were playing outside and I started choking on one. Like it just, I don't know why I have a problem with, I don't eat lifesavers because I, yeah. (laughs) So I was, I was choking on one and um, I remember like I couldn't like get it out and I was like, you know, trying to like breathe and I couldn't do it. And I started flipping out because I was like, oh my God, oh my God, like yeah. I don't know what to do. Well, my dad says that my uncle was like looking out like of the window and like saw me choking. And so he's rushing outside to come um, like Heimlich maneuver me or whatever. But before he did that, it wasn't a person, but in my like, I I thought it was in my head. But it, like I heard like a voice saying like, don't worry, stay calm. Like he's coming to get you. It's fine. Like, don't worry. And then like my uncle came and like saved me and like, I threw out the lifesaver, but there was like a voice in my head was just like, calm down. It's going to be fine. He's coming. It's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, so I was just like staying there like, okay, (laughs) like frozen. I was like, okay, okay. Like, it's fine. He's coming. And then my uncle like came in like, like I didn't die. (laughs) Yay. Angel. Yeah. Guardian angel. But I don't, I don't think I've ever told anybody that because I thought it was in my head. Like I I thought Mm -hmm. I was saying it like to myself. (laughs) That's what I thought. But. Yeah. No, it, when you research these, like you find that a lot of people think they're thinking it, but it's not. A, a them. lot of them say that they hear a voice too, yeah. Yeah. and it's almost like, like you hear it out loud, but it's almost like your you're head. the only yeah. one that can hear. It. And I wonder if that's how guardian angels talk to you. If it's like maybe brain because brain to brain. Whenever I whenever I see my aunt Sabrina in my dreams or like when I told you the story about seeing my great grandpa and he was giving me messages, he wasn't talking like from his mouth. He like he we were talking. He was talking to me. Yeah, he was talking to me like in our in my mind. Like I was talking, but whenever he was talking, I heard his voice in my head or like her voice in my head. Oh, maybe because mm-hmm. the only other time that something like that's happened, but it wasn't like I was dying or anything. Um, I was at school and I was really like contemplating like quitting college because I was like, I couldn't take it anymore. I wanted to be home. I was like homesick. So I remember calling like my parents and they were like, well, it's, you know, it's your decision. It's your life. Whatever you want to do, like we'll support you like no matter what. So I just had like a very like, like I was super stressed, right? Cause I was like, well, I'm like, I don't know. Like I was failing one class. I was like, I don't know if I can get like my grade up. Like I, I think was, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like freaking out. I didn't know what to do. And I was like, just at like a low, like I was just like, mm-hmm. well, what am I going to do if I quit college? Like what, what do I do? And like, blah, blah, blah. So I remember like, I was like, okay, fine. So I was like taking a nap. And then when I woke up, I remember like, it wasn't like a, like a voice or anything, but I remember waking up and I just stared like at my, at my ceiling. And then like all of a sudden, like all this, like, like it felt like it just drained like out of me, like all like the stress. And I felt like this whole like warmth, like just fall like all over me. And I was like, Oh, you know what? No, it's going to be okay. Like, it's going to be fine. Like I'll, I'll be good. And so I was like, okay, no, I'm not going to quit. I'm just going to keep going. And then, yeah. But it wasn't like a voice or anything. I just like remember going to sleep and I was stressed and I couldn't sleep till finally I fell asleep. And when I woke up, like it was like, 
like if it just came out it's almost like like, like your guardian angel hugged you and was like it's yeah. gonna be okay oh, uh-huh yeah because nice. it was just like a I just felt warm like all of a sudden and then like I felt all my stress just like disappear yeah like leave and I was like oh okay no I can do this like this will be good it's fine so yeah those are my only two yeah that I've had I have one and it's it's like really like now that I think about it I get really sad because I could have lost like two of my family members so it makes me like freak it freaks me out so um my aunt lived across this corner store um her and my little nephew they were gonna go buy some snacks so they went to the store and then on the way back I guess a car was turning too fast and didn't see them um so my aunt started crossing the street this car's coming like turned the curb super fast and the car hits my aunt mind you she's holding my nephew he was only like one he was little he she was carrying him so the car hits my aunt the car stops the baby rolls up the window like the windshield and for some reason they had the sunroof open that day that the people driving that car so my nephew lands in the back seat of the car um, I mean of course my aunt she gets her like her ribs are broken and stuff so she has to go to the hospital but the baby had like a scratch on his head and that's really? it really and i feel like it could have ended so much worse like cuz he's so little like the car yeah. could have hit him so the fact that he rolled up the windshield landed in the car seat like the back of the car that just makes me feel like somebody was really watching them or him at least a little more but yeah. and my aunt too she's still alive she's yeah. good and alive but she did have to like go through some recovery and surgeries and stuff but she's fine oh my god but the fact that he just like rolled up the window like to me it was like a miracle like almost like what are the chances he could have rolled all the way to the back and off the car. fell mm-hmm. off the car like to me, that was it's like really touchy because I get sad when I think about it. But and that's like the only time I can think about anything. That too, like a lot of these like car accidents and stuff that you see these people get in and like they make it out with like barely a scratch on them, and you see their car and the car is like completely smashed up. Yeah. yeah. Well, my cousin um had did that. He had ju- I felt so bad because he had just gotten his truck, and um he was driving, and this lady just. I don't know if, like if the lady didn't see like him coming or she like passed the red light. Like we don't know the full story, but his truck was literally like, here's the pole. And his truck was like wrapped around the pole, like sideways, like poof, just like that. And he was fine. The car was completely totaled. It was like literally mm-hmm. bent and like around the mm-hmm. pole because he like started spinning and then boom, like ran into the pole and he was fine. Like not even scratches or nothing. Like he was fine. And I was just like, dude, yeah. how in the hell did you get out of that truck? Like I have no idea how that happened. It's crazy to see those. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Or like we were just watching, we saw one on Facebook and it was like in Florida or something where this car was like going super fast and it like, um, hit one of the cars, but it split the car in half. Oh my God. It split the car in half. It hit another car and that car like went spinning and like broke too. But everyone survived. Like even oh, the guy in the car that God. was driving really fast survived. Like everybody survived. That- I was just like, how in the hell? Cause when they, the, the camera starts going to all the, like the pieces of the debris, you're just like, someone's dead. Yeah. Like, someone has to be. Yeah. No, they were all alive. Um, well, just That's like, I remember so seeing this one video and this, um, I don't know if it was a man or a woman. 
and I couldn't really tell from the video because it was black and white and it happened at night. Um, they got hit. They got ran over like they got hit by 18 wheeler and you see the tires going over them. Right. And so you're like, oh, my God, like this person's going to be dead. dead. And no, they stand up and they're like, what the hell? And they're like looking around. What? Whoa, yeah. Oh, my weird. God. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, my. Jesus. And it's a, it's a surveillance camera, a, a video from like um, one of the lights that caught it. Oh. <gasps> Dang. Yeah, a lot of those videos are like when people are walking on the sidewalk and then sometimes they like I don't know I don't remember what I saw it was this lady who like saw something and then she like scooted over to pick it up and on that exact minute a car like got onto the <gasps> thing and almost yeah. hit her like there's so many videos of stuff like that and you can't help but wonder like is it coincidence did somebody pull her that way like look at this shiny object like yeah what is going on but I've seen some videos too, or like some people that they're like, oh, I like caught like a spirit or like a a guardian angel or something like on camera. Mm-hmm. And you see like just like a faint, like white, like little light or something. Mm-hmm. Like something happens that's bad. And then you just see like a white light or something like go like across and then like the person's fine. Like after that, I only saw one video, but I can't remember what it was. I don't think it was a car accident, though. There was one. Um, somebody took a picture. It was like after a car accident. And like, according to like the police officers, this person should have died, but they survived. Like the what they, they got, like a concussion. That was the most that they got. But I guess the family member, whoever took the picture of the car, they caught like a white silhouette. Somebody standing by the car. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And it looked like um well they 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 said it it, it looked like an angel, like a guardian angel. Oh wow. It's online. I need to look for it, but I remember hearing about that. Wow. That's crazy. That is so crazy. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. So touching. It is. I love this topic. This was a good episode. It was. I feel like happy right now. See, it's good to be light every now and no. then. No. <laughs> Be like, like evil. God was like next week demons. <laughs> next week exorcisms. Oh my God. Um, I will be out of town uh, that weekend. So no, you're not. Stop it. It's not on the Google Calendar. <laughs> we can call you. It's not on the Google Calendar. I know we're so I've like professional now. We have a Google Calendar. And I actually look at it. Yay! You know, I'm, I'm so proud. I'm of trying you. to. Tim be has it too, because he's like, I don't know when these damn episodes are coming out. Y'all confuse me. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be um like y'all, like very like I have my planner, blah blah. Usually I come in, my hair not done, like okay, I'm here, guys. What's up? Like <laughs> all over the but place. The day of recording. What what, what are we doing? What, what are we doing? Episode? Yeah, give me five minutes. I just need to rough draft this story real quick. <laughs> oh my oh god, man. I love these stories. I love them. We can definitely yeah. do it again. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, there was a lot more. Yeah. There's I mean, so many. Yeah. And um, I mean, if you guys have any angel encounter stories or stories that happen to family members, let us know. Yeah. Send like, them in. I like this one. <laughs> of course you do. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many stories that like from family members and stuff that I can tell you but I feel like this will make the episode go longer so I'll yeah. save it for next time yeah next or time maybe we'll do two. a bonus episode for our Patreon <gasps> maybe we can yes yes you know how I am with my list yes 
bonus episode. <laughs> bonus. We're gonna do bonus episode just for Patreon. Bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh my gosh. Yes. Send us your stories at scary not scary podcast at gmail dot com dot com She finally did it, guys. Yes. I usually just stare at them like, oh, they're gonna make me say dot com again. <laughs> <laughs> Visit our website too. We're getting it updated. I'm working on it. Yeah. Um, I want Ashley to teach me because I want to learn how to do all that. (laughs) Tim's teaching me how to edit too. Ashley, don't put my nudes on there. I sometimes lose track, but... (laughs) I'm like, Ashley, don't put my nudes on there. (laughs) NSFW or what is it? What? What? Whenever you... what What do they write? Like on Reddit when there's like a nudie pic, they put like NSFW or something. I don't know. I don't read Reddit enough to know that. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm like, never they mind. put nudes on Reddit? <laughs> I think they do. Wait, what am I looking at? <laughs> I wanted to do it because you were. I was like, ooh, that's so cool. Gato's journal is like, what? Do you, how would you explain Watery, that? Watery, glittery. It's, it's, it's like, like a, a water journal. Yeah, it has, it has glitter in it. water and glitter, and I just press it all day. It kind of helps with like stress. So if you hear like a noise, it's Oh, you want to hear it, you guys? That probably sounds gross, right? <laughs> Does that sound like that was really god farting? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was my mouth farts. <laughs> Don't forget to visit our website, scarynetscarypodcast.com. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> uh, follow us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can follow us on our personal Snapchats as well. Check out our Patreon page, become a Patreon donor and support us and the entire team. We got a new Patreon. We did get a new yeah. Patreon donor. Thank you so much to Dusty. Yeah, Dusty. Thank you so much. Thank we you, really Dusty. appreciate your support. Send us those stories, girl. Mm-hmm. Scary Not Scary Podcasts at gmail. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I did it. I got it right. Yeah. You got it. Oh, yeah. We're getting there, guys. 15th episode. We got this. We got this shit. 15 episodes. (laughs) Hey, it took us 14 to figure out we got like a theme theme going going on on between us. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) I live for the drama. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. We hope that you cried and enjoyed it. And you enjoyed it and felt light and not spooky for once. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was long overdue. I feel like we were scaring you for a while now. Yeah. I know just like episodes in a row that you were scaring poor Ashley. (laughs) Sorry, hunty. But I did it. Yep. So until next time, remember to always stay scary. Hello. Drew has an announcement to make. Drew, you have an announcement. Come on, Drew. I'll come on. I just push buttons. I just push buttons. We forgot to mention this is our last time in the studio. Our last time recording. We'll have a new studio. Right, Drew? Yes. Say it in the mic. Yes. (laughs) He'll be in a new house. He'll have like a nice studio well your studios are really nice see nick's head like <laughs> pop out <laughs> yeah we just wanted to mention that we forgot to mention it yeah that's it okay bye, bye. we'll see you at the new studio or new studio new house the new studio new house new us new year we'll bring some stuff to you to make it cool and decorate it and stuff too for you yeah we'll move in <laughs>